Oh, Mallory. Fabio Vieira is my new uh, Nuno Tavares. <laughs> I, you hate him? Crazy. Makes me crazy. Uh, I, uh, we will table Arsenal talk because Sam is present. Sam's just like, don't, do, don't get in this. Okay. The Broadcast, the biggest podcast in Vancouver, pretty much. We participate in light misandry. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Sexism. All of our societal structures are designed in ways to inherently prejudice women. Coach's Corner was kind of like my bathroom break. I don't like to be bamboozled. I think it's amazing what you guys are doing. I mean, I'm having a lot of fun. Hi, and welcome to the Broadcast. Um, in... It's been a long while um, because, like we kind of mentioned um, earlier, whoever has been praying for a downfall, you are winning. Um, like, whatever evil energy you're putting into the universe, please take it back. <laughs> so, that, just in general. Broadcast curse. Um, please lift it. We would like this curse to be lifted. So, if any of you... Um, maybe possibly said anything to like your local witch just like if you could go take that back that would be great great for us whoever has um, stuff stop it we're basically <laughs> trying to record this episode that we were going to record around international women's day so um you should be respecting women all the time not just on international women's day so that is an argument and also it's still women women's history month correct um i mean like the thing is that it's become like we are recording this now a full week after international women's day so i was like georgia we were going to talk about villa's um uniforms and then i was like that's so dated though that's so dated well no it's still kind of fun i will tell you a fun fact i had to write a newspaper thing for the place i work for and it was about uh telephone operators because it was like the first major like woman dominated industry that wasn't just like nursing and teaching and women became telephone operators because the tone of their voice and the cadence was considered to be ideal so next time a man starts fucking yelling about women broadcasters they don't listen like listening to their voices um that's just a fun fact for you. It, I just remember that because it's Women's History Month. But yeah, the Villa jerseys. So basically, for people who didn't see, they put the, they were on the name bar of their jerseys. They put the woman who, w- women or like whatever, who they were inspired by or whatever. One of them, what was the one? It was like wife, mom, nana or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, really? And it's like, it just didn't work. And also the thing is that it just didn't work because like, the one person who didn't do that, they put Serena Williams, but they put full name Serena Williams. Like, people don't do that on the back of their jersey unless you're like Fabio Vieira. Um, Aston Villa is they literally could have just like put the names of like their quote unquote corresponding player. Like, they have a women's team. They could have yeah. easily just been like, oh, you guys are both 11s. You could wear that. It's like, no, just my wife. Not even my wife. It was just wife. Yeah, wife and mom. Yeah, uh, though I mean, we can also. I saw something. There was something recently. I think it was. It was another team. Was it the Calgary Flames once again? And it's like, can you actually name someone 
a name a woman who inspires you who you were not related to? Evidently, the answer is no. I play for her. Is it that? I can't remember which team, but it was like, I play for, and then you're supposed to name yes. a woman. And someone yes. says, I play for her. Curious. Ah, it was the Penguins. It was the Penguins because Crosby had Crosby's girls. And I was yes. like, what does that mean? And then I, I obviously, sure. my first reaction was, what the fuck? And then like, oh, it's a charity or something. But, but yeah. The, I yeah. Her, it was like really next level stuff. They're all just like, I play for my mom or like my mm-hmm. wife. And you're like, Really? You can't name a single person like at all. Like we have some other holidays for that. It's yeah, Mother's, oh, Mother's Day. Day. <laughs> also, um, what what is worse when the Toronto Raptors uh, were like, <laughs> women are special because they like procreate? <laughs> Do you remember that? No. Yeah. I you not? Um, it's because they deleted it very shortly like, after. Obviously. Yeah, <laughs> Um, so it was bad. just this video put out by the Raptors. Um, I mean, I don't remember the specific script, but it was like, women are great because they're like the creators of the world. Like, they're like the makers. Like, they can make life. It was basically um, like, women procreate, so like. And that's like their only real value that we really <laughs> like, see. Oh my god. In the year of our Lord, 2023. It just like really shows how much people they have international women's day like um it's become like on a bigger scale but they haven't actually done much education around it so a lot of it is like have you guys heard of women before um and they have but only ones they're related to yeah and it's well it's also like um I reference this tweet from, I think it's Julia Lalonde who tweeted it like last International Women's Day, but like International Women's Day exists because women are oppressed. Like, like it literally exists because we are still fighting for stuff like equal pay. And as we can see with what's happening with the Canadian women's soccer team <laughs> and for the women um, who have collectively written a letter to FIFA to um, for the Women's World Cup to argued that they should be getting equal pay for the prize like the prize money should be equal for the women um and that's happening in a few short months like there's a lot of reasons but it literally exists because women are oppressed it does not exist because like women are quote-unquote like special (laughs) but it always just turns into this it just turns into mother's day 2.0 basically (laughs) you're like okay yeah mother's Um, day also uh exists for a pronatalist state but we'll we'll table that for another don't worry day. about that we'll, we'll talk about that <laughs> later yeah it just feels really disingenuous and like especially because it's always somebody that provides for them in some way um and it's very much seen like only seeing value in women when they're providing something to you and i don't know i i remember um i think it was i think it was the calgary flames and it was the year when they wrote them and like johnny goudreau wrote like mother Teresa, which so funny Catholic. but a bunch of them wrote like a not a bunch a, a scattering of them just wrote serena williams and you're like okay there's one we got one one <laughs> one. one female athlete who is like also the greatest of all time yeah um but it's like no one like you can't think 
it, it's like if you sit down with a male hockey player and you like you ask them like is there like a like a female hockey player who like inspires you and they won't say anything it's like they're they're non-existent to them yeah whereas like i was having a conversation with someone a while ago about um like sporting icons or like sporting people that like you see and it brings you back to your childhood from like watching them and i'm like well a lot of mine are men because i didn't have the opportunity to see women on tv mm-hmm. like the people who i was able to see the like women hockey players who i saw i was able to see them basically like every 4 years at the olympics but like my hockey the people who i looked up with hockey were like male players because i saw them all the time and it's just like an interesting thing how men don't have that same like there's a lot of women who'll be like oh yeah i really look up to Jerome McGinley it's a player that mm-hmm. i like really love like i'm sure there's a lot of women hockey players who are like oh yeah my favorite hockey player growing up was x and it's like a male player or whatever but like it doesn't come back the same way and it's like it's just an interesting it's a further argument to why women's sports should be televised and like accessible but also it's just like a weird it's just a weird like misogyny thing where it's like yeah that reminded me of how like yesterday on the broadcast on the tnt broadcast it was sarah nurse um and like all the comments about how these are all the things she won and like how accomplished of a player she is and she's sitting there next to paul bisonette who is like just not very good and it's like in order for a woman to get on the panel they have to basically be like amongst the best players and for a man to get on the panel it's like paul bisonette yeah yeah, this is our thesis that we are our working thesis for this entire podcast, which is uh, women's mediocrity. <laughs> um, let women be mediocre. Let women be mediocre. <laughs> let women have podcasts that aren't good and don't record. I guess this is also old now. Um, NHL.com interviewed Bedard's mom for International Women's Day because we only respect women with how they can procreate apparently um and she claims that he's never had McDonald's what's crazier that he has never had McDonald's or that Jacob Chikorin eats raw liver honestly the thing about Jacob Chikorin eating raw liver is that like he's not that good like Does he's he? good, but like I feel like that's not what this requires. Like it was never that serious, dude. Does that confirm that he's like into Jordan Peterson? Uh, <laughs> Isn't that what well, Jordan no, Peterson did? In the full like one where they're only eating steak and just drinking water, and like just then I would think that that was like full Jordan Peterson. But I don't know. Maybe it's we yeah, need to see his else. bookcase. Um, yeah. I need to find my favorite tweet of all time, um, which was... I mean, like, the thing is that, like, he's good, but it just doesn't require that much, my dude. Like, <laughs> what if you just acted normal? <laughs> my favorite tweet of all time, which is a response, and I can't even find it now, but it's a response to a news article that James Blunt got scurvy from only eating an all-meat diet. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh Grimes got scurvy from only eating spaghetti for two straight years. Oh, um because she was like on tour and like was had a was really picky and was like, okay, well, like spaghetti everywhere is fine, but she like exclusively ate spaghetti essentially. She got scurvy. Um 
Oh, apparently he did it to spite vegans. What? Getting scurvy to spite the libs. Oh my <laughs> to god. Spite the libs. <laughs> um oh, anyway. but my point was about that is that we should let um children actually hang out more. The other thing, the Bedard thing was like she said that they like didn't say that he couldn't have it, right? He just didn't want it. Yeah, I think that he's might just be sick in the head. <laughs> like he might just be I'm on the Jacob Chicken like, route. Like nobody's telling him to do this. Just he. <laughs> That's actually absolutely like, is. Even as a child, can you, like I can't imagine a child turning down McDonald's. Like that's yeah, I can't imagine bizarre. he's never had any chicken nuggies. Come on. I will say, like, I grew up with a very, very strict um, diet family of, like, I was drinking soy milk in fucking 1995 and yeah, but eating like, tofu and whatever. It's like a weird hippie family, and, like, you know? Yeah, but my parents were, like, super healthy. So I didn't have McDonald's until high school when I was able to buy my own food. But, like, still, I did it in high school, but maybe but also was like such a freak athlete is by the that bus time. not mm-hmm. stopping, like, at... He also... Mm, Grew up in Lynn Valley. There's definitely a 24-hour McDonald's there. <laughs> I know because I've been to it and I've been told that that's where the local hoodlums hang out. Yeah, I'm sure you're hanging out. had to stop McDonald's. making it 24 hours because of that's the local so funny. hoodlums. Um, there's an A&W in the mall there. I wonder we if he's had any fast food or if it's uh, just McDonald's. I'm going to be honest, I didn't read the article. <laughs> I only saw that. It was clickbaity. I just saw that part and I was like, okay, cool. I don't care. But also, um, like, this brings up the other, like, that the other kind of thing that um, we saw recently from the Slater Cuckoo um, posted why he's, like, but not been playing this year. And it was, um, I think, I don't know where he posted it. I think it was on LinkedIn. Maybe. He posted somewhere. Anyway, it was a conversation about, like, he, um, he, like, hasn't been able to eat or he wasn't able to, like, eat before games because he had, like, his anxiety or his nerves or whatever. And he like, lost a bunch of weight and it was just bad. Damn. Like, awful, awful. And I feel so bad for him. Like, it seems like not a fun spot to be in. But, yeah. I don't know. Sports diets? Oof. Mikel Arteta has the Arsenal players, like, on a strict diet. And I don't know, if, like, I, I feel weird about that. But yeah, but. all that's like, all that stuff is so, I don't know. I feel like that's a, it's yet another, like, un- where, like, people just don't want to go there because it's pretty fucked. What about, Some like, the, the like, TV 12 eating. situation, you know? Did you see the Gwyneth Paltrow video about what she eats every day? No. She, like, wakes up, works out for an hour. Has a coffee. Prefers to have soup for lunch. Just soups. Situation. No, but it's... And then she goes into a sauna for whatever and dry brushes the whole time. And it's just Honestly, like... I saw someone tweeting about it and they're like... The, the First of all, this, the disordered eating is one thing. But second of all, the fucking capitalism. Like, who the F has the time <laughs> to do this? Except for rich people. It's crazy. Anyway. Okay. Uh, will Connor Bedard eat mcdonald's as like do we think that he he'll do that as like a um sponsored thing sometime in the future oh yeah absolutely one thousand percent one fucking thousand percent absolutely it's just so weird to me because i feel like so many people at least when i was like 
playing ring and stuff, you'd have like 5am practices. And then like all the parents would take the kids to McDonald's for breakfast together. Like that's something we just did after practices. And it's like, you just never do that. Like, that's so weird. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Or you'd go for like, not for someone's birthday, but like you'd go for like, if birthday birthdays there. Yeah, but uh, like also just yeah, like if yeah. if someone had like a bunch of kids that they were taking care of, like you have her in a sleepover or whatever, there's let's go to McDonald's or whatever because it was easy. I can't imagine never having had a McDonald's chicken nugget. That's weird. Yeah. It's pretty weird. Um, but <laughs> should my we talk about other themed nights? Um, other just general posturing that we think happens throughout the NHL. They dragged out. To be fair, the NHL does usually put one woman on a panel. Um. Which they did anyway for International Women's Day. I mean, so they weren't even exceeding that. Anyway, other posturing um, in cancel. They canceled a bunch of Pride Nights. They didn't cancel the Pride Nights. They can- they stopped- They didn't wear the jerseys, which they yes. said that they were going to wear. They they hold Pride Nights and they'll sell the merch and take your money. But they won't do anything else. They will stop short of anything else. I just like... I couldn't imagine being like a queer hockey fan in Minnesota. You buy the ticket for that game, you show up, and literally the first thing you're greeted with, the first thing because they are supposed to wear them in warm-ups. Like they don't even wear them in the full game, they wear them in the warm-ups. The first thing you're greeted with is, oh no, there's homophobes on this team who won't wear this fucking sweater. I said, <laughs> actually, never mind. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's insane. And the whole conversation about like, oh, this is a Russia thing. It's like, yeah, there is this whole You are missing the whole fucking point about the pride jersey. How many you're actually required to wear a St. Patrick's Day jersey? How many Irish players are there in the league? We need to ask Grania. She probably has the actual number. <laughs> um, well, um, or you're the Canucks and you just add, oh, something in front of all the names. <laughs> But, like, oh, my gosh, like, it doesn't matter, clearly. We know that it's, like, hollow, but at least you could, like, try with your hollow statement. Um, the Rangers one was really good because, basically, the social media manager got called out for um, saying that you guys should be happy with what you get. Um, oh, yeah, that was homophobes so bad. are actually a lot nicer than you guys on the internet. Um, gay people were mean. Yeah. <laughs> was essentially the comment it's like oh my god the bear it's like the bare minimum that people are asking for and again this like reminds me of the world cup situation with the um pride armbands and it's like you guys like the point is that it's like it it is a political thing like and it's not easy like do you think that like I, like, do you think that being, I just, like, it just makes me crazy because it's, like, do you think that a queer person in America is having a good time right now? And it's, like, life's easy for them. And it's, like, no, it's too hard for me to wear this. It's just there's, like, a, it, I guess it's it's the fact that, uh, or I guess, I don't know, are we being too naive to be, like, this is, like, this is a performative thing? So should we, like, should we ultimately be like up in arms to the point where we're like wanting them to do this because it's like this performative hollow thing. Like, does it matter or should it matter more? Like, I don't know because it's such a fucking stupid. Yeah. I don't know. Cause like thing is that it's not like it's ever 
I'm not naive enough to think that like the people that are all wearing them are not like homophobes. Like it's not like that situation, but it is like a message of like solidarity that's at least like yeah, even out of a small thing like. I had the Brock Besser, like, pride photo that was, like, it was my phone background for, like, a year. Like, you're diminishing my usage of phone backgrounds. Like, this is completely, (laughs) (laughs) like, yeah, I think, do something fun. Like, I know that you guys are doing it as a gimmick anyway, so just force them to do your stupid gimmick. Mm -hmm. Like, I think we all know it's performative. Um, and so it's like, yes, people are like, it's performative. It's just like, they're just trying to like make money on the jerseys or whatever. But it's also like the flip side of that coin is that as much as it's performative, that means it's like the bare minimum show of support. And so when you can't even do that, it's not that like anyone expects wearing the jerseys to make a huge difference, but it's literally just the bare minimum show from players that like, you're welcome here. Like you are fans that we care about. And like, this is a welcome space for you. And if you can't even do the bare minimum performative gesture, like the corollary of that message is you're not welcome here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a very active choice to not. Yeah, and, like, it's okay for all the homophobes and shitty traditional fans to make you feel unsafe and unwelcome here. Like, that is, that's, yes, it's not a big, it's not a huge thing for them to wear it. But the flip side is if you can't even do the minimum thing, you're, like, basically tacitly endorsing all the shitty things that people do to make queer fans feel unsafe. Well, I and I think the other like wild thing is is like think of all the teams who their social media managers like they either limit responses to tweets that involve like queer stuff or like indigenous stuff or like any BIPOC stuff because they know that they're going to get the bad comments or they're in the comments and they're saying like this isn't allowed here blah blah blah, blah. like we don't stand for this. And then it's like the call's coming from inside the house now. And then yeah. suddenly that's okay. I mean, for and the so Rangers, like, the social media person. Yeah, I mean, for them, that was a different story. <laughs> but, you know, like we've seen like the, the I'm pretty sure the Canucks have like responded to people being like, I don't Do you think the Canucks are going to wear their jerseys? We have Russian players like. What will happen if the Canucks don't wear the jerseys? Is Is that actually I think it might be. They might be the worst case team to not wear them. I think if the Canucks don't wear the pride jerseys, it is going to be a shit show. Well, it's also because you know who's going to get blamed. And it's one of the players who is like the only, like one of the shining lights of this season who people are bringing food to the rink to trade him for. And you know, like, that's going to be an issue. I mean, it's also, like, I thought that article from The Athletic was, like, so stupid. Mm-hmm. If you, like, aren't following, The Athletic wrote an article about how um, teams haven't allowed players to wear pride jerseys because a law was passed in Russia basically saying that, like, if if you promote, home, like, homosexuality then they can you can like be imprisoned or jailed or like whatever mm-hmm. like, okay but there are NHL teams where 
players have worn those jerseys, including Russians. So like it doesn't really hold up. Also Russian players regularly wear military jerseys. Like you're telling me that's fine. Like doesn't really pass the sniff test. Yeah. I guess well, it also negates the fact that like you have a fucking state that has a don't say gay bill. Like, yeah, it like completely ignores the fact that there are like what 400 anti trans, anti gay bills in the US right now. Yeah. Like, Kentucky just passed a horrific bill this morning. Um, and it's just like it was such it was such a stupid piece, like, it didn't actually talk to any queer fans. Yeah. I wasn't sure if they were actually stupid or just okay with being evil. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I just like, I'm, I'm nervous about the, what the sharks do on Saturday. They've committed to wearing They've them. Committed to I'm wearing sure they will. Like, very, very public. Well, and I, th- I wonder also, I was just thinking like, obviously San Francisco's the like well that's not the thing you would think but like new york is yeah and very new york also it is the ultimate cosmopolitan but, but also I was... new york rangers are like the ultimate like old dude in suit team yeah so... no but i was wondering because i've never i've not ever paid super close attention to what san jose does on their pride nights um you but i wonder like, like very also i'm like sorry i just they just tweeted the like phone background wallpaper today and i'm like really into this like trans shark yeah great logo yeah but i so i wonder because the other thing is like the other thing that happens often with these nights is like they will invite like queer fans or like like that was the big thing about the philadelphia one is they invited a bunch of queer fans and like gave them tickets and brought them to the game and they got to like meet some of the players and um scott lawton is that his name scott Lawton mm-hmm. had to leave that thing to like answer questions about provorov not wearing the jersey and like i know at the canucks game they invite a bunch of like people from the community who run different charities or programs in the city and i remember last year like um like murph talked to them in the intermission and it's like they're gonna be there they're gonna have to they are going to have to answer questions then about why you are not wearing those jerseys if that happens. And that's so shitty (laughs) on a night that's supposed to celebrate this. It's just like, it's all just so awful. So hopefully they wear the jerseys. (laughs) Literally the easy way out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's either it's like that or like, I guess what, like philadelphia did where you just don't the players just like don't play or whatever i don't know though like that whole situation is still beyond me of like who actually knew and like why they knew for like a long time and yeah mega drama whatever bad vibes where the jerseys connects (laughs) It will literally, it will be insane if they don't wear them. Um, is Ryan Reynolds buying the sins? One thousand percent, yes, yes. He just will sold we get a documentary series thing out of it? for a yes. billion dollars? Some mobile company he just sold it to me, T-Mobile. Um, who also should be broken up. They have acquired too many things recently, and for literally one billion dollars. 
yeah so he now has a billion dollars um not on hand because that's like not how it actually works but um in theory he does so i think his fa cup is out his team's out probably anyway they're in like the fifth division or something well i think they're out of the fa cup so i'm not i don't know if he has great skill owning teams but he is a noted canucks fan I mean, he's not going to buy, like, what else is he going to, what else would he buy? He can't buy another soccer team, first of all. Manchester United is about to be bought by the, by Qatar. (laughs) Which. Did you see they're also going to buy, um, Kane? Oh, Oh, yeah. I mean, But. It's so funny that we hate every single person whose last name is Kane. And we have to, like, literally differentiate between if it's. Patrick, Patrick. Kane, yeah. Harry. I do. One of my favorite things that Mal's ever sent to me is that it should be legal to do war crimes against Harry Kane. <laughs> um, and I stand by that. Yes, one thousand percent. Anyway, Sloan. Yes, he's he's he has to be buying the sense. Like, also, like, why would he have been at that game? let's like hello you know and having fun but like most importantly for first of all that will actually be really good for the senators like as much as ryan reynolds can be kind of annoying he's very good at marketing and also he's the so sends popular. needs some marketing he's so popular with like i don't know the entire world that sounds stupid but like you know there's all those like there's a bunch of people and you're like that apparently really like Ryan Reynolds, and I don't know who they are, but, like, he has a lot of fans. Sadly, like, when Izzy and I were first dating, we got into an argument about who is the most, like, internationally famous person from Vancouver, and I was like, it's Michael Buble, obviously. His Christmas album is, like, famous everywhere. And he was like, no, it's Ryan Reynolds. And we had a long fight about this. Both and of then those? I had to concede. I had to concede when he was like, Ryan Reynolds has, like, a hundred million instagram followers or whatever michael buble has like six million or something both of them are so like mom hot like it's like some middle-aged woman is like telling you about how like attractive they find michael buble sadly my arguments were that he married a really famous woman from argentina so he had the latin contingency (laughs) latin american contingency and then also that he has a really famous christmas album and it i love your argument i don't think it's right but i love where you're coming from yeah and then we asked his dad and his dad was like it's brian adams okay Uh, for old people yes not for the younger people um i'm trying to think of other people from vancouver who are probably very famous seth rogan yeah, I was going to say Seth Rogen, but then I was like, he's not more famous than Ryan Reynolds, I don't think. Probably not. No. See, this was the argument. It was like, it was like if you were to pick 100 people from anywhere around the world, and you were like, who's a famous person from Vancouver? Oh, I don't think that they could Michael tell J. you that they're from Vancouver. No, Michael J. I don't Fox think is another one, yeah. I don't think they're able to tell you they're from Vancouver. I think you're or if you were able to show how them. famous they are. And they have. Yeah. I don't think that anybody, any of those people identifiably could be like, oh, who's from Vancouver? They would be like, I don't know. Who's the most because... famous person from Kansas City? Is it Paul Rudd? 
Yes. Not other than like if there's a president. Jason Sudeikis. Um. Jason Sudeikis, Paul Rudd, and the dude from Modern Family all do things here for charity-esque things. Melissa. Yeah, I mean like Truman is like. Yeah, I don't know. Get rid of him. (laughs) Anyway, Um, this will be very good for Ottawa. I'm happy for them. They'll get Anderson. She's not from Vancouver. She's from Vancouver Island. (laughs) (laughs) We got into like this was a big argument because then it was like, is Michael J. Fox actually from Vancouver? Oh, Dr. Phil. He's from Kansas City. Yes, he went to Shawnee Mission North, which is really funny because it's like, where did your southern accent come from? Also, that's what I feel about Ted Blasso. I'm like, where's your southern accent coming from, dude? You're supposed to be from Wichita? No. I watched the first episode. Have you watched it? No, I haven't even seen all of the second season. Did you have to stop because Sam started dating Rebecca? (laughs) I fucking knew it! I knew it! Also, that was tough. It was tough. It was just... Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Um, NHL updates in general. Um, Fletcher's finally out. Um, Danny Breer is in as interim GN. And then within one day, his son uh, was caught on camera committing a crime. So... Is this where we just get to talk about the worst people in hockey, a.k.a.? Oh, yeah. Carson Breer and the goaltender for the St. Louis Blues? <laughs> Go for it. Um, I said that the Carson Breer thing is really a normalization of second chances. Um, he So if you haven't seen this video, um, it was like a security camera video. Um, he and his fellow members of Mary March, is that what it is? Mercyhurst. That college mary so, march sounds like a jane austen <laughs> that's why i was just like i don't know some, some it's some random eastern uh mercyhurst university college um and he shoved an unoccupied wheelchair downstairs absurdly fucked up thing to do um, while the said- occupant was so the the person who owned the wheelchair was they had to be carried down the stairs to go to the bathrooms so they're in the bathroom at this bar um you guys ever heard of the americans with disabilities act <laughs> the um the person tweeted i saw their tweet this morning and they said the bar has been really great to them obviously i mean i'm i'm assuming that's where the security camp footage came from mm-hmm. um that was posted by someone who was friends with uh person who owned the wheelchair um and yeah, it was horrible. The statements from the Briers less than stellar. I don't do people like literally they the, they best be basically just spent the whole time being like this isn't who we are and it's like no it is because you did it. Like we have that is what you did. <laughs> this is who you are. That is that is who you are. And then there was also no comment about the victim in this about reparations like anything which is pretty important in this situation um yeah and then the thing about like the so i saw people so the mercyhurst hockey team were like so he's suspended along with 
the other people, the other players in the video pending investigation, but they're not like kicking him off the team that they are a place that like believes in basically, I can't remember their wording. I don't think they said exactly second chances, but like rehabilitation of people or whatever. The thing is, First of all, that's shitty. Second of all, this is not his second chance. This is his third chance because he originally went to the Arizona State University and he was on their hockey team and he got kicked off for partying too hard and for, quote, allegedly, uh, Arizona according State, to the source. Yeah, I don't know how you get kicked off for excessive partying at ASU. And yeah, they and can know that. <laughs> according to the ASU hockey program source that spoke to ESPN, Briere was dismissed for, quote, a clear violation of team rules and, quote, was not a culture fit with that team. Um, you know. The source said his dismissal oh, wasn't the result of a single incident. Be- and then he also, he told College Hockey News that he, quote, I was just going out. I wasn't ta- taking hockey seriously. It wasn't anything bad. It was just not being committed to hockey. I was more committed to having fun at school. Too much partying. That's probably the best way to put it. Okay. Jesus Christ. Like, Can anyone actually believe that, though? Like, no, I genuinely just don't believe that there is any level of excessive partying you could reach at ASU. Like that's kind of their brand. Correct. Correct. And at, when I was 23 years old, I, uh, when I was probably three years old, I knew that pushing someone's wheelchair down a set of stairs is not acceptable behavior. Like at 23 years old, you need to learn a lesson that pushing someone's wheelchair down a set of stairs is not okay. You need to learn that lesson. But it's just like, like I don't, like I hate that argument. Like it's just so, it's so pathetic. And it's so pathetic, particularly how we do this to men. I, one of the things I hate the most, I had a prof in, um, uh, college who's taught gender studies and she was like the bullshit that they tell you that men um men just like don't mature as uh, like fast enough or like scientifically they don't mature enough it's just bullshit for them to get away with excuses for being idiots whereas women have to mature faster blah 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 and ever since then i'm like oh my god (laughs) i will not stand for this argument it's just the bullshit excuse that you can get away with being an idiot well, my brain hasn't developed fully. I don't fucking care. You have enough brain cells to learn this. Like, Jesus Christ. It's ridiculous. Um, has, has anybody been suspended for doing something stupid this week in the NHL? Jordan Bennington. Have you heard of someone? Oh, truly funny. I didn't actually, like, see what uh, happened. Like, like, how did it started, start? So he gave up five goals on something like 19 shots, blew a 3-1 lead. Um, And after the fifth goal, Ryan Hartman tripped over Bennington as he was celebrating, and he lost his shit and, like, sucker punched him. And so then, like, the Wild went after him, and Marc-Andre Fleury (laughs) was trying to fight him. And, like, he was trying to fight Fleury. And I don't know if anyone's seen the clip that Alan Walsh posted, but it's glorious because Fleury was mic'd up for the game. Oh my god! And so you can hear him <laughs> talking to the ref, being like, "No, like he always wants to fight everyone. You should let me do it." Like, and like, what were some of the best lines? Um, Rob, Rob the hockey. I tweeted one. One of the lines was, "It'll be fun." No, 
Oh my god. Um, you, like so if you haven't watched the video, highly recommend. One of the other lines was I think he was saying he didn't like the way his hair looked. Oh my god. And I just I just think it's like unacceptable that the ref wouldn't let Mark Andre Fleury fight him. So he got kicked out of the game for crossing the red line? Uh no, because they were down by Bennington's goal. He oh. got suspended for unsportsmanlike conduct. Was he also kicked out of the game though? Yes. Oh, okay. So just for unsportsmanlike like, kind of interesting. Huh. Let in five goals and got tossed, but like as he was getting off, was like hyping up the crowd as if he won a fight. Like he's Yeah. So- it's so that embarrassing. Was confusing. He's so embarrassing. Like there's nothing more embarrassing than like than someone like that who throws like a hissy fit in public. Like that's literally a hissy fit in public. I still can't get over the fact that he threw a fucking water bottle at Nelson Cotter last year. Flurry's actual lines are, uh, he says, we're not done, come on. And then he says to the ref, it'll be good. He always wants to fight somebody, you know. And then he says, it'll be fun, no? It would be very funny. There was also like a St. Louis fan today who was like, uh, everyone like wants goalie fights until it's Bennington. And then they're like, no, he sucks. And it's like, yeah, because he's not actually trying to fight anyone. Like no, he no. actually wants to fight everyone. If Thatcher Demko let in five goals and then was like, I'm going to go fight. I don't know. Jacob Markstrom or whatever. Because I'm so mad. I would be like, that is embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for you. I'm so embarrassed for you. Just like today when Arsenal let in a goal from fucking the middle of the pitch. That was so embarrassing. Also, the feed I was watching kept replaying it constantly. I know. I was like, show me more Kim Kardashian, less of this replay. Please, Um, I'm begging you. Okay. Um, Other exciting hockey news in general, which is that... The Panthers scored nine goals uh, against the Habs. They scored seven in the first period. Yeah, and they... I think um, at least seven. Yeah, the Habs scored five goals. It was like 7-3 in the first period, which is insane. The first period ended with, yeah, 7-3. It's actually so funny to look at, like, you can't actually, like, take some of the goal scoring like stats into account this year because goal scoring is so up in the league like every time i want to be like oh because michael has like whatever 30 goals like that's so exciting it's like no no no. the fucking like there's routinely the totals goal scored in games are like 12 or something like i think yeah every single game he's gone to one of the teams has scored six or more goals oh my god which is like that is so crazy like we lived through two one games like I think it's fun. So weird. It's Bring so back crazy. no defense. Or we're in it. We're in no defense. Yeah, the um Avalanche and Sins just had a 5-4 game. So also excellent behavior from them. This week, my nomination for just the funniest people to currently win the cup. Um, my answer is Pittsburgh, who is actually um in the first wild card space in the east and 
it would obviously be funnier if they had taken JT Miller off of her hands and then he actually helped them win a cup. Um, but currently, I just they were booing their own players in the ice like less than a month ago. And they were chanting fire Hextall. Hextall. And chanting fire Hextall, like I want to say before the trade deadline. Um, but then they did whatever Hextall is doing at the trade deadline. But they are still in a wild card spot. So, like, if they went on a tear, they could win the cup. And I think it would be really funny. Um, so that is my vote for this week's funniest cup winner. Um, anyway, do you want to talk about our three stars? Um, my star is going to be Kim Kardashian. So we can talk about. Oh my God, you're going to steal mine. Because she suited her children in Arsenal women's jerseys because she knew they wouldn't disappoint them. Honestly, okay, so the shout-out is to either Saint or North. I don't know. Whichever fan, uh, Kardashian Westchild is the Arsenal fan that dragged Kim and also it's the Saint. entire Arsenal family. It's, it's I think Saint. it's Saint. Um, and they went to the Arsenal Europa League game that happened today. I hope they stay in London. I hope that they get to see um, the weekend's game. Like, I'm sad for them. Like, I didn't really care that the Arsenal lost the Europa League game, but I'm sad that they came to the game and they saw a loss. But they also saw a deeply embarrassing goal scored against us. They saw a lot of deeply embarrassing stuff happen. But, like, if they're going to be Arsenal fans, I guess we got to get them acclimated. But they were wearing... Um, Most importantly... Kids and were wearing... Arsenal women's team jerseys, which are great. They were wearing a Katie McCabe jersey and and um, a Viv jersey. Yeah, and I think I think that was it. Maybe there's a couple more. Yeah, but I was like, I was trying to figure out how they got those jerseys and how they chose them. I'm like, oh, is it because it was favorite number? Do they actually support the women's team? Because Kim Kardashian famously uh, paid to have those Afghan that Afghani soccer team uh, flown. Um, out and then okay. the bbc did some really shitty journalism today and we're like guess what not everyone who was on that chartered plane were football players and it's like great they escaped persecution like what is your point <laughs> like oh what God. is your point i do um, think that they became arsenal fans because jay-z is an arsenal fan and that is the way this happened well we're I'm gonna assuming. we're coming for Sloan. Also, we're coming for Sloan to make her an Arsenal fan. Um, yeah, Sloan, you don't have a choice. We'll show you Gunnersaurus. You'd love Gunnersaurus. She would love Gunnersaurus. We should get her Gunnersaurus. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paris Hilton was also in London on the picket line of the BBC for hell yeah like, protesting. Hell yeah, Queen. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, what is actually happening right now? It was so weird. Um, I also know I have a couple of friends who are in Paris right now and they got locked inside the Ritz because of the um, protest that's happening to Macron's attempt to force through a bill. Oh, I and thought they were locked- it was something about the um, trash workers were on strike. No, there's a bunch of people on strike, but then it's it's he also is trying to force through some bill. Mm. Um, but they're on their honeymoon and the wife is a like news journalist and she just it was like flipped from being like oh at Versailles at Versailles to like 
hard hitting news journalism. <laughs> like it was so funny. <sighs> okay, who's uh, your star? Because I took yours. Well, my star was gonna be Katie McCabe as a joke because she's like she's just the funny. I just love that it was Katie McCabe who like no, that's good. Like routinely tries to fight people all the I time. And it's McCabe. just so good. I love her. And I'm Great. just like, it's so funny. And also, also like, yeah, also a Katie McCabe jersey is an incredibly funny thing. Yeah, like, it's, it's just also like, a very so like good. kind of a niche. Um, it's such a niche like women's soccer like reference kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's also like I don't know what, whether I want to love it or hate it because like part of me hates it's like why uh, I don't want the Kardashians there like th- that whole vibe is just like my. But then also I'm like so many people now are gonna learn who Katie McCabe is and I'm so happy about that. I know. <laughs> like it's so that's kind of cool so yeah that was gonna my star was gonna be katie mccabe that's good okay that's also good. shout out to her last uh kim, uh kim kardashian's like last post which her, is her son in just total agony over arsenal losing and i'm like welcome welcome to the brethren <laughs> this is she's a good like. mom she'll do anything for her kids yeah. she's like i guess we're going to this arsenal game sam who's your star is it Sloan screaming in your ear right now? <laughs> I love her to see Sloan disappear. She slides down your body trying to escape. But she also like wants to come back up, which is why she's screaming. So fun. She's so expressive now. She's like so big. She's uh, really learned how to weaponize crying in the last two weeks. Like really just the last two weeks. It's like that's fun genuine like she is upset but it's more like she's upset she's not getting what she wants and not that she's like just upset the way she used to be what my mother would call crocodile tears yeah now (laughs) she's like if I cry and get upset enough I can make these people miserable (laughs) oh no yes oh no really fun too (laughs) what a smart girl She's so smart. You're so lucky. She, she is actually, like, I know everyone says their kid is smart, but she's, like, kind of concerning smart. Like, in ways that I don't want her to be. <laughs> like, we were driving out of the parkade, and she was holding my keys, and I thought I had to get out and get them, and I just, like, was like, oh, can you give mom, can you give mommy your key, the keys? I need to get out. And she literally just, like, handed them over, and I was like, that's weird. She also has apparently figured out which of the keys and both my keys and Jeff's like set of keys, which is our house key. Like when she has them, she hands it back to us with the apartment key pulled up. And like it's happened too many times for it to be a How old is she like 16 months? She's 15 months. You got a Mensa child. No, it's not good. <laughs> like, better for her to not be. Once again. We want also, more mediocre women. What is no? She's going full it's Daisy Buchanan. Um, um, my star of the week is my star of the week is friend of the pod, Gabby. Um, co-founder of Two Hockey with Love. Actually, I should just give it both to Gabby and Harry. Um, because. I think the work that they've been doing on Talk You With Love is like exceptional. And also the piece they wrote today on the dad, on the Carson Breer situation was like a really good read. But also 
for people who like haven't been following Gabby is on the board of um a new organized a new nonprofit called the Alphabet Sports Collective ASC and she's like behind the scenes been really keeping everyone on track and like has like a whole set of like nonprofit expertise that I did not know she had and it's been like very cool to watch yeah it's very cool particularly I don't know I've been feeling just like with hockey I've just been feeling like so like eh. <laughs> like is this even worth fighting for <laughs> everything just feels so gross so yeah it's important that people are doing that work and that labor it's often unpaid so it's very cool sam is also on the board aren't you of i am the, on the board of- but i do significantly less than <laughs> like significantly still very cool all right um thank you for joining um your not even your favorite you don't it doesn't have to be your favorite um mediocre women um <laughs> your medium enjoyment that's that level <laughs> support mediocre women in your life how many dudes do you know who are who lame podcasts support lame women. for three months <laughs> um anyway thank you we'll try to be better <laughs> but life keeps getting their way like i said i mean somebody many- may or may not have put a curse on us too many um, men is like took like a long hiatus and now they're like really that bad. is true so too many men took a very long hiatus and then came back with a vengeance um good you for don't them. to come back with that good for them that's all like a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah so thank you for joining us uh we'll talk to you soon next week and you can reach us other times at broadcast pod twitter instagram gmail etc yeah okay bye bye